Blog Talk Radio.
Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and I'm so happy that all of you were able to join us tonight. It is such a blessing and an honor and a privilege and a celebration to come together in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, to worship him, to fellowship with the saints, to enjoy the richness of the word of God, knowing that the word coming from the Lord is a current word to us. It's not a word that we've heard 59 times over, and we say, okay, we know that God. And he's saying, no, you don't quite know it yet. You know, God's always right. He's always right. He knows when we've heard it in our ears and when we've heard it in our hearts. Amen? He knows the difference between hearing in the ear and hearing in the heart. And so the Lord comes back to remind us of what he's told us before. Because we get all wound up in everydayism, busyism, the things I have to do and what's on my list and so on and so forth. But God isn't like that. No, he's not. God's not like that. He knows every sermon that you've heard. And he knows the outcome that he's looking for from each one. Amen? God knows every sermon you have ever heard. And he knows the outcome that he's looking for as a result. You see, he's planting his character and nature in our heart. Why? So that we will act like him, think like him, believe like him what he's looking for. So a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian, non-denominational, Protestant, international church. Yes, we're an international church. And we teach the Word of God here. This is a healing ministry. This is a deliverance ministry. This is a church. Amen? And we lift up the name of Jesus. So, saints, I want you to continue to pray because God's going to give us another opportunity to do an evangelistic outreach. So I want that to be on your hearts, and I want you to be praying toward that end. Amen? Amen. You know, all kinds of things are going on right under our noses. Some of them are across the pond and some of them, but God knows about every single one of them. And he often brings things to our attention because he wants us to know. He doesn't want us in the dark because the Bible says that if we follow him, we won't walk in darkness. So he wants us to know because he's keeping his promise to us, and he wants us to pray. He wants us to pray. You see, When we offer prayers to God, he sends answers to the earth, and we need his answers. We won't survive without his answers. So I'm praying 
that more of us will get the vision that our prayers do matter before the throne of God. What we do toward God matters in the earth. It makes a difference. I know there are some people who don't realize how important prayer is, but I'm here to tell you that if God is listening and he's answering and it's changing things here in the earth, it's important. And since we know that to be the truth, because he's changed us, all the more we should reach out and pray about those things that God places on our heart. Amen? Tonight we're going to... Um, we're going to have some adjudications that are really interesting. And I pray that you allow the Lord to touch your heart with what you hear. Amen? It's important to allow the Lord to touch your heart with what you hear. We're a part of this world, but we're not of this world anymore. We're in the world, but we're not of this world. We're here to grow up, to mature, to become the saints of God that God sent us into the world to be, and we're here to make a difference in the world. And each of us has our part in making a difference. So I would like for you to keep in your heart that the Lord is going to stir us for another evangelistic outreach. Amen? So we'll keep that in prayer before the Lord so that the Lord's will will be done. Amen? Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. I know I can count on you. Amen? Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for the blood of Jesus. We want to thank you for the power and the might and the authority of the name of Jesus. We left ourselves up to you, Lord, and we've come before you in a season of seeking you. And you've spoken to each of us and told us things and reassured us of some things, changed some things, done some things, even things that we are yet to see. We ask you, Lord, to complete the work that you have begun, completion. We know that you will because that's who you are. You are faithful. And we trust in your faithfulness. We lift up to you our relatives, especially those that are not born again. And we trust you, Lord, to continue so working in their lives that they are able to open their hearts to you and receive the Lord Jesus Christ and his will for their lives. We thank you, Lord, that you've placed us in relation to them because we are part of the solution if they will choose to receive it. Solution, if they will choose to receive it. So, Father, as you will, just as it's done in heaven, so let it be done in earth. We ask you, Lord, to continue to work on them. Many of them are very rebellious and quite prideful. But we know that your grace is sufficient, Lord. This is a whosoever will faith. You told us that, Lord Jesus. Whosoever will 
And so, Lord, we're praying and believing for a change in their will. We will not push and we will not shove, but we will pray and thank you. The Bible says with supplication and thanksgiving. And then, Lord, we will trust you. We will not attempt to manipulate or to coerce. We won't get all in the matter because we've given it to you. So, Lord, we're trusting you for the changes in our lives that are necessary before we meet you face-to-face and the changes that ought to take place in other lives, others' lives. We thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. And we give you honor in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, Father, thank you. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus has made a difference in our lives. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Amen. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, saints, Amen. If you just give me a moment here. Amen. Thank you. We're going to pray a little bit more. We want to thank you, Lord, for our future tonight because we have a marvelous future ahead of us. No matter how many years are behind us, we have a marvelous future ahead of us. Heavenly Father, because we know that you care for us, we also know that we can cast all of our cares upon you. Forgive us for worrying. All of our cares upon you now, this moment. We know that we don't have to bear our burdens alone. Thank you for inviting us to come unto you and for your wonderful promise of rest. We receive your rest as we lay our burdens of worry down. When we look at our lives and at our finances, as we know, we should, in the light of your word, Realize that we have no reason for worry whatsoever. Nothing shall be able to separate us from your love, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Not things past, nor present, nor things in the future. Thank you, Father, for reassuring us that you are working your purposes out in our lives and that you are the master of all circumstances. We believe your promise which tells us that you will supply all of our needs. There is no fear of the future to be found in your great love for us, because your perfect love casts out all fear. You have told us, Father, not to fear, because it is your good pleasure 
to give us the kingdom. We resolve never to lose sight of the precious promises of your glorious word. Lord, your command is not to worry about anything. Instead, you want us to spend our time in prayer with specific requests and thanksgiving and to let our requests be made known unto you. We are thankful that you have provided prayer and praise as practical to prevent us from ever having to worry. Concerning our finances, Lord, we will place our complete trust in you. We will not worry about tomorrow because we know you will take care of all of our tomorrows. With your help, we will take one day at a time, planning well, believing your word, and receiving your promises. Amen. Thank you, Father, for the wonderful sense of security you are imparting to us. Now, saints, remember we talked about insecurity and that we're supposed to take our insecurities to the Lord. Well, let's do that. Let's do that. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, each of us, by an act of our will, cast all of our care about our finances on you right now. All of our care, every concern, every thought, every burden, every unexpected thing, we place it on you, Lord. This on Calvary. Actually, you took care of it before the foundation of the world. And so we know that your answer and solution is here in the world for us because that's what you did. You are our provider. And we thank you that whatever we need, you will provide it. If we need protection, you provide. If we need victory, you provide. If we need to learn to trust you, you provide. Whatever we need, Father, you're our provider. And you've told us that before. If we need to truly repent, you provide. If we need holiness, and humility, you provide. If we need more faith, if we need strength, you provide. If we need joy, if we need peace, if we need truth, you provide whatever we need. So we look to you because you've told us to do just that, to look to you and to trust you. And so right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we release all of those cares to you now. And we thank you that you have taken care of it, and we need no longer worry nor fret ever again in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know, sometimes, saints, um, we need to hand the Lord 
the heaviness in our lives. Mm-hmm. Situations happen. Things happen. Circumstances come up. And we hand it to the Lord the first time we think about it. And then we go on. And later on, we pick up thoughts and we go at it again. And we go round and round and round chasing our tails until we find ourselves feeling somewhat depressed and somewhat oppressed and inviting, really, a spirit of heaviness. But the Bible says that God calls us to wear the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Whenever you find yourself overly concerned and deep in thought about what's going on, what's bothering you about this and what's bothering you about that, you need to put your praise music on. That's the time. That's the time to get out and use those ten fingers and put them together and praise the Lord the time because the enemy has come to seed you with those thoughts over and over and over again until you violate scripture and step into worry and then go into fretting and then go into anxiety. We're not supposed to do those things. We have a provider. We have a provider. And God is taking care of us. God, the one who made the whole world, who created Adam and Eve, the garden, all the animals, all the plants, everything we see and know about, and even what's in outer space, he made it. He's the one. It's not somebody uh, that built them a multi-million dollar business and, um, and it's, it's leveraged in the stock market and so on and so forth. That's not who's providing for us. God Almighty, who provides for ants and gnats and mosquitoes and bees and wasps and spiders and ticks, he provides for ticks, you know? Think about it. God provides for ticks. Now, if God provides for ticks, well, can't he handle you? Can't he work your world? I think sometimes we get our minds off in the wrong direction. We think our issue is just so huge, but it really isn't, not to God. And it shouldn't be to us either. Since God is willing to provide for ticks and grass and weeds, surely he'll provide for us. Amen? You ought to think about that. All of that time you spend sweating and being concerned and being nervous, and unnerved about some situation, God is handling it already. Amen? Some of you can't remember the last time you saw a tick or a mosquito. But God takes care of them too. 
So God will take care of you. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we repent for mourning over things we shouldn't mourn over. We repent for walking around with a broken heart when we should not have one. We repent for walking in despair and rejection and hopelessness and self-pity and heaviness. We refuse to continue to do that. We repent of insomnia, you know, turning to and fro all night long, can't solve a thing and can't sleep either. Lord, the Bible says you gave us sleep to rest us, to bless us, to restore us, to keep us healthy. We ought to humble ourselves and receive your gift. So, Lord, we repent of all the violations of the word that we are still committing. And we ask you to help us to obey you. We ask you to help us to obey you. We thank you for your mercy and your grace and your forgiveness. And we love you, Lord. Thank you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Now, Lord, some of us have felt like an outcast. Yes, we have. Some of us have felt like an outcast. We felt rejected. So then we decided to develop fear of rejection. Some of us have had abuse by people that are supposed to love us. Some of us have been overprotected and oversheltered. Some of us have been controlled and dominated. So we developed this, this personality to suit the person that's dominating us, and then there's our real personality. Some of us are overly dependent on others. Some of us have seats and beds of anger in us because of treatment, or shall I say mistreatment, and abuse that we have received. Some of us live in frustration. So, Father, we cast these things upon you, too, because we know you love us. And we're not going to pick them up ever again, not in our thoughts, not in our words. You see, when you cast them as far away from us as east is from west, that's where they're supposed to remain. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're coming to the place, Lord, where we know what we're supposed to do and what we're not supposed to do. And we're going to be responsible to you, Father, for what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be loving you, worshiping you, loving others, loving ourselves, witnessing. Amen. We're supposed to be giving you praise, glory, and honor. 
So, Father, we thank you for our assignment. It's a blessed duty, and we love it. Amen? We love it. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, decisions, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devils, plans, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you that we're covered by the blood of Jesus. We thank you that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. Amen. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, with his wicked devil, and with their wicked power. We disconnect. In Jesus' name, we close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places in Jesus' name. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland, and we bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men. And we dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar, electronic, digital, technology demons, and all of their attacks. We bind Leviathan spirits, brainwashing and kundalini spirits in their attacks. Water, marine spirits, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, sorcery devils, seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits, and all of their attacks. In Jesus' name, we bind pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust and drone spirits in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons in their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, and the work of every druid. We bind all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer in the name of Jesus, and we fill their mouths with the blood of Jesus Christ. We forbid all the voices of the stranger, all the voices of the demons, We bind their voices. We don't want their voices, and we won't listen in Jesus' name. We fill our ear canal with the blood of Jesus Christ. We fill our ear canal with the blood of Jesus Christ, and we forbid any spirit to attempt to trespass in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that our ears are designed to listen to you and to receive your word. We refuse to continue to listen to the voice of the enemy. Satan, we bind you in Jesus' name. We bind all of your demons in the name of Jesus. We forbid you to attempt to communicate with us ever again in Jesus' holy name. We forbid 
you to continue to communicate with us in the name of Jesus Christ. We send your communications back to you where they belong. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We bind ringing in the ears. We bind deafness. We bind muteness. We bind blindness. We bind every devil that has come to attack us at any time in the name of Jesus. We take away the ground that it was given, the territory that it stole. We take it back now in the name of Jesus Christ. We take that territory back from the enemy right now in the name of Jesus, and we send them back where they, are, where they belong. All the demons that have been sent to us by others that are in the occult or witchcraft, we bind you, and we send you right back where you came from in the name of Jesus. You cannot come to spend your time with us. We are not your, uh, your friends. We are not your playmates. We are not your reporters. We are not your anything except we belong to Jesus. And we resist you in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over every demon that is sent to us as we attempt to rest, whether it's day or night. You have no right. You're trespassing. And so we ask you, Father, for them to be apprehended in the name of Jesus Christ and sent to their immediate judgment in Jesus' name. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for spiritual warfare breakthroughs in Jesus' name. We thank you for spiritual warfare breakthroughs. If we need more faith, Father, help us to grow in faith, to grow in faith, believing. We thank you, Lord, and we bind all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent, all targeted radio frequencies, pulse weapons and their attacks, all microwave attacks, all debilitating sonic frequency attacks, and the work of every druid. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crime, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, false microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons, binding electromagnetic attacks, smart technology, and particle attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We bind 5G. We bind 5G and everything coming off the cell towers against us to harm us in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus over everything coming from outer space as we know it and any other galaxy, as we have been told. And from any orbit or any planet or any star, from any cosmos, off any planet or any station on any planet or any satellite or any grouping of satellites or any global positioning satellite system, 
or through the cell tower or through our electronic and technological devices. We bind you and we send your emissions back to you in the name of Jesus Christ. We raise the shield of faith and we quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one in Jesus' name. Father, we want to thank you as we ask you, Lord, as we continue to bind the hypnotic and trance devils and their attack, the mystic rituals and their intent, we overturn and empty all the cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Islander, indigenous group, cult, every cult, every coven, every conclave, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. If you did not meet under the auspices of God the Holy Spirit for the purposes of the kingdom of God work taking place, we bind you, chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. Every cult of any kind, even a global cult in Jesus' name. We bind you. We bind your mission. We bind your tactics. We bind your ideas. We bind your working in Jesus' name. We bind every coven of witches, queen of the coast, blue, blue fire witches, blue flame witches, all of you. You're all bound in Jesus' name. Witches, warlocks. Wizards, witch doctors, shamans, globally, all of you in the occult and worshiping Satan, Satan worshipers, devil worshipers, we bind you in Jesus' name. We bind your wicked work in the name of Jesus. We bind your wicked plan. We bind your wicked execution. We bind every grouping that falls under the heading of the Illuminati. We bind you all in Jesus' name, and we send back all of the wicked works that you are sending on others back, because sowing and reaping is still the law of the land. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for the reapers in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Lord. We bind all Morgellons attacks. And we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity, low levels of dopamine, we bind the prince of the power of the air. We return his power to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedication, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon, any phase of the moon. And we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. 
We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind all familiars that come into come on our property in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid them to continue in Jesus' name. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the grove, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you in Jesus' name. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, stop, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, monitor, track, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, bewitch, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of injected persons upon us. We turn, we return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind false flags. We bind the bondage of generations of, fool, of the fool, the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food lust, addictions, and gluttony. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapons. Retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, sending demons just to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender, all witchcraft attacks through channeling and against the, and the satellites, against the website, the app, and the broadcast in Jesus' name. Binding all abortions as a magical ritual. Binding all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, jujus, hexes, vexes, and such in Jesus' name. Binding all tribal witchcraft in Jesus' name. Return to sender. All Chaldean witchcraft, all Spanish witchcraft, return to sender in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for your continual protection over us. We break and destroy, um, we're breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ. We're binding superficial religious acts and every act of sexual sin. In the name of Jesus, we're binding magic spells. For love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charms, high magic, folk magic, spells, binding the demons of energies, boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding all magical language, magic signs, and magical patterns, even in numbering, binding synchrony, binding bozy, binding and caging Poseidon, and all other underwater demons and creatures stripping them of their crowns and powers and transferring it to Jesus Christ, binding all conjurations and summoning of demons, binding Jewish black magic mysticism, magic writings, magic artifacts, binding the essence of magic and Jewish magic by practitioners, amulets, bowls, precious stones, incantations, divining practices, magic spells, potions, binding all blockages to righteous spiritual reception. 
Binding, we bind all vampire spirits that suck our energy away from us. Voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Make-Believe, Fantasy, Fables, Enchantments, False Religions, Numerology, Horoscope, the Spirits and Works of the Oppressors and the Spirit and the Children of Disobedience, Martial Arts, Yoga, Transcendental Meditation, Antichrist Ideologies and Doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic Practices and Spirits, Lewdness, Perversions, the Outworking of Vain Deceit, Death Spirits, Spirits of Destruction, Chaos, and Mayhem, Oppression, Depression, Anarchy, Premonition, Clairvoyance, ESP, Telepathy, Psychokinesis, BioPK, Out-of-Body Experiences, Reincarnation, Haunting, Poltergeist, Astral Travel, Psychic Healing, Demonic Meditation, Spirit Guide, Foulment by Wizards, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings in the name of Jesus, and we chain them with eternal chains and darkness, send them to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in the name of Jesus. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, Worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting of youth, all trolls, all fear, uh, idle mind, unfocused mind, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, violence, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Baphomet, and his 72, Neptune, Zeus, Atlas, Mammon, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Isis, Osiris, and all false deities in Jesus' name. We send you bound to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins, and dolls. Now, with these poisons in a dream, that's witchcraft. If you eat or drink in a dream, that's witchcraft. They're poisoning you. So, Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over the poisoning that have happened in our dreams. We bind it in the name of Jesus, and we command it to come up and out of us right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We command it to come up and out of us now. Deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough. Well, I don't remember eating in a dream. Trust me, they did it anyway. Deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough. In the name of Jesus. They did it anyway. Amen? They did it anyway. So just cough it out right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for protecting our dream life. We sub- we uh, We're drinking the blood of Jesus. 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 We're drinking the blood of Jesus, and it's filling us up. The blood of Jesus is filling every spot, every place in our lives. The blood of Jesus is filling us up from the bottom of our feet to the very tip of our hair on our head. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for the blood of Jesus filling us on the inside, filling us in our spirit man, in Jesus' name, filling us. Filling us, filling us in the name of Jesus. 
If you're coughing at all, it's because they've been feeding you poisons in your dream. You need to wake up every day binding it up and coughing it out, whether you remember it or not. Amen? Filling us up with the blood of Jesus. Filling, filling, drinking the blood of Jesus. We're 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 drinking the blood of Jesus. Now take a deep breath and cough that poison out in the name of Jesus. Cough that poison out. We return it from whence it came, Father, in the name of Jesus. Poison goes back where it came from in the name of Jesus. All the demons that were allowed to enter our mind during the dream, we bind them in the name of Jesus. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness in the name of Jesus. We command them to come out of us now. Come out of our minds. Come out of our minds. Come out of our minds. Come out of our minds in the name of Jesus. Take a deep breath and cough. All the demons in your mind, they're there. Yes, they are there. Come on out. All of it in the name of Jesus. Every demon in the mind. Every demon in the mind. Every demon in the mind. Well, I don't know the name of the demon. You don't need to. You need to cough. Every demon in the mind, come on out now. You're bound. Father, we thank you for releasing your angels, releasing your angels to attack these demons and to take them away in Jesus' name. We thank you for the angels attacking the demons and sending them away, taking them away in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, for their warfare against these demons in our minds. Come on out. Come out of the people of God. You have no right to be there. Come out of their minds. Their minds belong to Jesus. Their minds are supposed to love the Lord. We love the Lord with all of our hearts, our souls, our spirits, our strength, and our minds. Our minds belong to Jesus. Take a deep breath and cough out what is in your mind that is not Jesus Christ. Not out of your throat, out of your gut, right now in Jesus' name. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough in Jesus' name. Father, we ask that you release your holy fire on our minds, right in our minds, burning out everything that is not of you right now in the name of Jesus Christ, burning out all that is not of you right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for the fire of God burning out that that is not of you in Jesus' holy name. Now, some of you, you know you still got that, that junk left over from your family line. It's still up in there. Run it out in the name of Jesus. Run it out. You got to be in agreement with this prayer. It's just not going to fall on you like, like raindrops. Come on. You can do this. Cough that mess out because it's still up there. We've been working on it for years now. So let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's get it done. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Father, we break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, and ceremony, pledge, plaque, pact, and vow, and prayer in the name of Jesus. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, Freemasonry, their charters, the rituals of every secret society and every associated organization. Yes, that does 
include the Order of the Eastern Star and the Demolay and other organizations. Come out of God's people in Jesus' name, never to return. And we return. Their, their witchcraft back to the workers of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the land's descent. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled and misleading others. We return and loose all the retaliation of the enemy upon his own head in the name of Jesus. According to the scriptures, we bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. Now, saints, we all know what the Bible says in Corinthians, that we are not allowed to freely make associations with people being close to us that the Holy Spirit did not approve of. When we do that, we have opened the door to the enemy. We have opened the door to that we can't have people in our inner circle of associates and friends that are not right with God. Yeah, I know that's some of your family. I already know about that. I have a family too. Amen? It's just the truth. Our inner circle has to have people, people that have faith in Jesus Christ. Amen? You see, the connection you have with them is like a huge pipeline, and their demons traffic to you all the time. You are even open to them in your emotions, one of the biggest pipelines. So if you want their demons completely flooding you continually, well, that is your choice. But it ought not to be that way. Amen? It ought not to be that way. There ought to be a door that closes to their demons. And it ought to stay closed in Jesus' name. Amen. Ruka karisenere di osurri de de barakera. Rulera di asandere brike de di orkita da brisa de di osulare di. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the lay of the sins. Reke de brisa de di osurri kita da brike de rosulare di akarikite. Ruka de brisa de di osulare di. Ruka do. We bind our traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all. And we bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord. 
Father, we disconnect. We disconnect from all the spirits, all the entities, all the beings that we come in contact with today. Just today, Lord, all the demons that have followed us, were sent to us, transferred to us, tried to uh, hitchhike with us, they came through the computer or through the cell phone. We bind them up and any curses that they came to bring. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and elsewhere and kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians, Father, especially those that are being persecuted for their faith and the January 6th prisoners in the name of Jesus. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. We cover our mode of transportation. We take authority, dominion, and power over all interference on the road. And hazardous drivers, reckless drivers, we bind the reckless drivers in Jesus' name and their recklessness. We bind the reckless drivers and their recklessness in the name of Jesus. Their apparent not caring about the potential danger that they place to others in their driving, their hazardous driving. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ, and we ask you, Father, to send your angels to intervene in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over the opinion that others have of us that is not congruent with your opinion of us. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over all unfavorable opinions, beliefs, and thoughts concerning ourselves in the name of Jesus. And we declare that the blood of Jesus speaks for us. We declare that the blood of Jesus speaks for us. We declare that the blood of Jesus Christ speaks for us because the blood of Jesus speaks a better thing. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. We lift up to you, Lord God, every married couple in our ministry, and we plead the blood of Jesus over their marriage. We take authority, dominion, and power over the attacks of the enemy against these marriages in Jesus' name. And we ask you, Lord, to teach them how to do warfare over the attacks against their marriage in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We give you the praise, the glory, and the honor for it, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. Amen. Lord, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus and our property, authority, over demons of the day or night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything, perpetrating into our dreams. And we call for the death 
of any spirit that perpetrates our dreams in Jesus' name. Any spirit that comes to attack us through our dreams, we call for the death of that spirit in Jesus' name. We call for the annihilation of that spirit in Jesus' name. Break it, break it, break it, break it, break it, break it, in the name of Jesus. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus over our communications one with another. It is almost impossible, Lord. However, in Christ it is possible that offenses will not occur in communication. But, Lord, we ask you to touch our communications with your very spirit. Amen. Touch our communications with your very spirit. And all that is not in line, Father, we ask you to bring it in line. In Jesus' name. We submerge our communications, Lord, under the blood of Jesus. Under the blood of Jesus, we submerge our communications under the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we repent of any ill communications that have extended past us, that we have released to others knowingly, unknowingly, uh, intentionally, or unintentionally, in the name of Jesus. You're teaching us to bring our mouths in order, Lord. You're teaching us to give more time and thought. You're teaching us, Lord, not to necessarily answer questions when we're upset, but to wait until we calm down. We thank you and we give you praise, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, if we have injured anyone, we ask, Lord, for you to heal them. And if they have he- he injured us, we forgive them. And we ask you to heal us. May the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Father, we ask for you to create in us a clean heart. Father, we ask 
we forgive those that have misunderstood our message. And we ask forgiveness for the messages we have misunderstood. Father, we desire the harmony and the unity that you call for in the body of Christ. Father, we ask that you give every person in Miracle Internet Church peaceful sleep, rest, and restoration, that we might be revived, that we might be refreshed, that we might be restored, that we might be able to meet the challenges that meet us every day. We ask it in Jesus' name. Lord, when our bodies are trying to be restored, we've been ill, some situation has come, something taxing, it requires energy. And we don't have that energy to give to something else. So, Father, for the times that we have lacked the energy and vitality, that you desire for us to have, we ask for you to correct that situation in Jesus' name. We receive your strength right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We cut and burn. We pull out our fiery darts, sins, needles, Spirits, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, sin against us in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Anywhere in our bodies we've been attacked by a demon. We command it to leave us now. We send the attack right back on that colony of spirits that sent it to us in Jesus' name. We send the attack back. Every attack must go 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 back in Jesus' name. Father, we ask that you heal us. We place the blood stripes of Jesus at the spot where we were attacked in Jesus' name. We destroy all ungodly silver cords and ley lines and sever from ourselves 
all ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leads, and all of the forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We destroy walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, diviners, pagans, shamans, and liars in Jesus' name. We destroy and break and destroy the powers of all the charms, love spells, vexes, hexes, charms, fetishes, psychic thoughts and prayers, witchcraft, bewitchments, potions, mind control, sickness, torment, pain, destruction, magic, uh, incense and candle burnings, chanting, root works, crystals, crystals, tribal rituals, and sins in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over the attacks against our finances. In the name of Jesus, we return the attacks to the senders. In the name of Jesus Christ, we return every attack to the senders. In the name of Jesus Christ, we release the attacks to the senders. In the name of Jesus Christ, we return spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, poverty, wizardry, sorcery. Blindness, bondage, heaviness, fear, and hate in Jesus' name. And we release over the saints of the Lord Jesus Christ, over Miracle Internet Church, the prosperity of the Lord in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our featured psalm is Psalm 96, and our verse for meditation comes from Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 23. Our featured e-book is Spirit of Rejection. Amen. So tonight, Lord, uh, Saint, we're going to talk about he understands it all. He understands it all. Mm. Oh, that's uh, Saint, God understands us. He gets us. He is compassionate and he thank you, Lord, understands our limitations and our needs. He understands our true weaknesses and our false strengths. Yes, he understands. Psalm 103, Psalm 103, beginning with verse 13. Psalm 103, beginning with verse 13. Psalm 103, beginning with verse 13. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. He remembereth that we 
are done. Yes, he does. Psalm 139, Psalm 139, beginning with verse 1. Psalm 139, beginning with verse 1. Psalm 139, beginning with verse 1. O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down-sitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compassest my path and my lying down, and art acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but, lo, Lord, thou knowest it altogether. So the Lord's telling us, saints, that he knows everything about us. He knows all of our good thoughts, our great thoughts, our not-so-great thoughts, and our absolutely horrid thoughts. He knows it all. He knows it before we think it. He knows about the path we're taking. He knows about our resting. He is fully acquainted with all of our ways. He knows the words that's in our mouth and what our tongue is going to do and has already done. He knows what we're thinking and believing, and he knows what we will say. That's very close. You know, we need to more appreciate how close the Lord is to us. Amen? Amen. Hebrews. Chapter 4, verse 15. Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 15. Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 15. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmity, but was in all points. Notice it says, in all points, like as we are, yet without sin. So those times that you're having your pity party and you just know that Jesus doesn't really understand what you're going through, I want you to know that you're wrong. I want you to know that you're wrong. You see, some of you think that I don't know what you're going through either. But you see, Jesus is well able to cause me to know. And some of the things that some of you are going through, I get to experience it too. Why? So that I'll understand where you are. Mm-hmm. And better, pastor you. Some of the things that are happening to some of you, I'm experiencing the same attack. So when you uh, indicate to me that you think that I don't understand where you are, well, I wish you really did know. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. 
See, some of you think God is just up in heaven somewhere. I know he's with me, but he's up there. But he doesn't really understand how I feel. Wrong. Well, pastor's not married. She doesn't have any idea what marriage is like. Wrong. Very, very, very wrong. Amen? Pastor doesn't have any children. She doesn't know what it's like to raise children. Extremely wrong. Amen? We need to understand. We need to understand that God really is touched with the feeling of our infirmities. He's right in there with us. He's not off somewhere watching you go through what you go through. No, he's right in there with you. You need to know that. And he was tempted in all points. All points means all points. Did like as we are, yet without sin. Amen. I think that speaks really clear. Even when we go astray, saints, God has loving kindness toward us. Even when we go astray, God has loving kindness toward us. That's right. He's not happy about what we decided to do, but he's here with us. He's right in the fight with us. Amen? He doesn't run off and go someplace else. Um, He has loving kindness, not just kindness, but loving kindness. Many times we consider the issues of our own lives and we become overwhelmed and discouraged. Yet, God is on our side. The Holy Spirit is our helper from heaven above. The Holy Spirit is our helper. If we would learn to depend on him, that would do better. Amen? Yes, there is hope for us. Psalm 31, verse 24. Psalm 31, verse 24. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. So we have some instructions. He's wanting us to take courage. In spite of our predicaments, God's saying, be of good courage. Take courage. Why? Because he'll strengthen our hearts when we do. All ye that hope in the Lord. Amen? So, this is good news. This is very, very good news. Psalm 33, verse 18. Psalm 33, verse 18. Psalm 33, verse 18. Behold. The eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him. His eye is right on us. He can see what you're doing. Yes, he can see that. You ran that red light, didn't you? Okay. Amen. 
<laughs> the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy. Verse 22, Psalm 33, verse 22. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us, according as we hope in thee. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us, according as we hope in thee. So that means that his mercy comes as we release hope in him. The more hope we release, the more mercy we will receive. And we know that we need his mercy. Amen? We know that we need his mercy. Amen. Psalm 38. Psalm 38, verse 15. Psalm 38, verse 15. Psalm 38, verse 15. For in thee, O Lord, do I hope. Thou will hear, O Lord my God. I'm hoping in you, Lord. I'm giving you trust and faith because I know you won't disappoint me or let me down. Matthew, Matthew chapter 18, Matthew chapter 18, verse, starting with verse 11. Matthew chapter 18, beginning with verse 11. For the Son of Man is come to save that which was lost. How think ye, if a man have an hundred sheep, and one of them be gone astray, doth he not leave the ninety and nine, and goeth into the mountains, seeking that which is gone astray? And if so be that he find it, verily I say unto you, he rejoices more of that sheep than the ninety and nine which went not astray. So when we go astray, God comes after us. And we should know that before we go astray. He comes after us, looking for us. And he has me say, you can contact pastor at gproom at outlook.com if you will. Amen. Many times we have needs. We need answers and solutions. We look to God for guidance, yet the answer which he gives is not our preference. Mm-hmm. His solution has some aspect which offends us. Yet we know that God will always do what is best for us. He loves us as no other has ever done, cares for his own. Saints, we must learn to trust God because we know that he loves us. Though we may be initially disagreeable with his answer, we realize that it is what we ought to do. Our God is infallible. He cannot fail. He is never wrong. 
so in humility, we continue to trust his way. No, not our own way. His way understands our argument. However, he is the one, the only one, who sees the big picture accurately. He's the only one who sees the big picture accurately. We just think we do. From eternity past into the eternal future, our God can be depended on and trusted in times of doubt and uncertainty. Psalm 39, verse 7. 39, verse 7. And now, Lord, what wait I for? My hope is in thee. My hope is in thee. Psalm 42, verse 5. Psalm 42, verse 5. Psalm 42, verse 5. Down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Why are you upset? Ask yourself, what's wrong? What, what, what are you upset about? Hope in God. He's come to your rescue before. He'll come again. Verse 11, Psalm 42, verse 11. Amen? And what does it do? It tells us the exact same thing. So God said it twice in the same song. Stop the pity party. Stop being depressed. Stop acting as though you'll never find out what you ought to do. Yes, you will. Don't allow yourself to be upset. Why? Because you're in God's care. Hope in God. Hope in God. He's your God. He's not your mom or your dad. He's your God. Amen? Amen. We're getting it. If perhaps you are bent out of shape, so to speak, God specializes in undoing contortion. So you went whack. God will bring you back. Never fear, saints. God restores us to a right disposition. Mm-hmm. A right disposition. God restores us to a right disposition. He never, he ever lives to dry our tears and to calm the threat of fear and to revive us. There seems to be times, saints, when our present distress is merely an outworking of our own physical weariness. Let me say that again. There seems to be, saints, times 
when our present distress is merely an outworking of our own physical weariness. Well, Jesus gives rest to the weary. We live on busyness, even when we plan retreat. Even when we plan retreat. Even then, the enemy crashes in. So we cry out to our God, and he hears our cry. There is a hymn written by Roberta Martin that I want us to hear for a good reason. We need to remember what it says. Amen? We are our Heavenly Father's children, and we all know that he loves us one and all. Yet there are times when we find we answer another's voice and call. If we are willing, he will teach us his voice only to obey no matter where. And he knows, yes, he knows, just how much we can bear. Think of the times you've asked the question, down in your heart, now just what shall I do? Then you confide in friends and loved ones, but they have troubles too. There is a God who rules earth and heaven. In him, there's relief from every pain or care. For he knows, yes, he knows, just how much we can bear. Just praise his name, although you're burdened. For there are blessings he's bestowed on you. In every way, we must never doubt him. These trials, we must go through. Try to endure a little longer. And don't forget that for each of us, he cares and he knows just how much we can bear. Though the load gets heavy, you're never left alone to bear it all. Ask for the strength and keep on toiling, though the teardrops fall. You have the joy of this assurance. The Heavenly Father will always answer prayer, and he knows, yes, he knows just how much you can bear. Amen. Amen. So we have the privilege of casting the whole of our care, every burden, every unresolved situation, every question yet to be answered, every lack that he promises to provide, every illness which the medical community seems unable to address, 
every what if, every why, every when, we are urged to cast upon him. Why? Because he cares for you. Every struggle, every puzzling event, will the list ever end? Saints, cast it all on the Lord who cares and understands us. God understands when we are tempted to do wrong. Amen. Genesis 4. Genesis chapter 4. Oh, yes. You forget about this. Genesis chapter 4. Genesis. Chapter 4, beginning with verse 1. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain, and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth. And his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance fallen? Why are you downcast? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. So he told a lie. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. So, saints, I want you to observe in this passage how God came to minister to Cain before he murdered his brother. God knew what was on his mind and in his heart. Amen? God is patient with us, even when we are doing wrong. God knows when we have prayed every prayer that we know of. He's listening intently as we pour out our hearts to him. Why? Because he cares. He loves us and he understands. Deuteronomy, you don't have to turn to these. I'm going to read them to you. Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 8. 
Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 8. And the Lord, he it is that doth go before thee. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed. Joshua chapter 1, one verse 9. Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. Joshua chapter 10, verse 25. Joshua chapter 10, verse 25. And Joshua said unto them, Fear not, nor be dismayed. Be strong and of good courage. For thus shall the Lord do to all your enemies against whom ye fight. First Chronicles chapter 22, verse 13. First Chronicles chapter 22, verse 13. Then shalt thou prosper, if thou takest heed to fulfill the statutes and judgments which the Lord charged Moses which, which, with concerning Israel. Be strong and of good courage. Dread not, nor be dismayed. Constant encouragement from our Father. Constant encouragement from our Lord. Your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things. Amen. But he tells us that sometimes we have not because we ask not. Amen. Luke chapter 11, beginning with verse 10. Luke chapter 11, beginning with verse 10. Luke chapter 11, beginning with verse 10. For everyone that asketh, receiveth. And he that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. And shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will you give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, Will he offer him a scorpion? Well, the answer to that is no. No, he won't. And neither will he treat you that way. Amen? Neither will he treat you that way. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. But my God shall supply. My God shall supply. That's what he does. He's the supplier of all our needs. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. If you don't know what to do, saints, ask God who supplies wisdom. 
ask him and then be willing to wait for the answer. Verse 6, Philippians chapter verse 6, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Be careful for nothing. Be anxious and fretful and worrying for no reason, for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Well, if you have the peace of God, the peace that passes all understanding, and it's keeping your heart and mind, why aren't you going to sleep at night? That's a good question. Verse 11. Verse 11. Philippians chapter 4, verse 11. Not that I speak in respect of want. For I have learned, it's a process, you see, in whatever state I am, therewith to be content. He didn't say be angry. He didn't say pout. Whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. I can do it all. I can do with little and I can do with much and everything in between. But you see, you have learned this. This is something you learn. It's a process. It doesn't fall on you like raindrops. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, to abound and to suffer need. We're going to get the full dynamics of life here on earth. I can do what? I can do what did he say? I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I have strength to be full, and I have strength to be hungry. I have strength to abound, and I have strength to suffer need. Verse 19, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory, not his riches on earth, his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You know, I kind of believe something I heard preached once, that when we first ask God for something, he reaches in his riches and and what we need starts coming our way. But every time we doubt, every time we get in fear or we get anxious, especially when we start saying wrong things out of our mouth, And when we straighten out our attitude and straighten out our mouth, then it starts to move toward us again. And when we get off track, it stops again. And when we get back on track, it starts moving to us again. You know, you say, well, that can't really be true. Well, think about it. 
sometimes we have to wait longer because we have not had the right attitude. Amen, it's real. Sometimes we have to wait longer because we have not had the right attitude. We've had an attitude that God cannot bless. And so we have to put some some elbow grease on that attitude until it's an attitude that God can bless. Amen. Yes, that's the truth. Amen. So some of us are experiencing a season of need. What to do? Trust him to love you and to provide for you. This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassion fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul, therefore will I hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. It is good, it is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. Amen. But though he cause grief, yet will he have compassion according to the multitude of his mercy. For he doth not afflict willingly, nor grieve the children of men, to crush under his feet all the prisoners of the earth, to turn aside the right of a man before the face of the Most High. God is on our side, saints. God is on our side. Some are having a season of plenty. What to do? Thank him and seek him for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to become a better steward. Isaiah chapter 32, verse 17. Isaiah chapter 32, verse 17. Isaiah chapter, and the work of righteousness shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. Righteousness brings quietness and assurance forever, and my people shall dwell in a peaceable habitation, and in sure dwelling, and in quiet resting places. Amen? That's our God. That's our God, saints. That's our God. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. That's our God. You say, really? Yes. Who he is. That's how he shows himself strong. Thank you, Holy Spirit. On our behalf.
Amen. Amen, amen, amen. So, saints, in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3, Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3, God says to us, Call unto me. Call unto me, and I will answer thee. And show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Call unto me, and I will answer thee. And show thee what you need to know. We have pity and feelings of sympathy brought on by the misfortunes and distress of others. So let's just reflect on this for a moment, saints. If we, being evil, can show compassion and empathy on others, even people who we do not know, how much more does our loving Heavenly Father, who has adopted us into his family and given us an inheritance in his Son? have mercy and compassion and empathy on us who belong to him. We belong to him. Amen? In Exodus chapter 22, verse 27, he said, that he is gracious. And it shall come to pass when he crieth unto me that I will hear, for I am gracious. I'm gracious. Exodus chapter 34, verse 6. Exodus chapter 34, verse 6. And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. You see, saints, God is for us. Very much so, he is for us. Very much so. He is for us. If we only realize how much he is for us, it would change our entire disposition and outlook. Numbers chapter 18, Numbers chapter 14, verse 18, the Lord is long-suffering and of great mercy forgiving iniquity and transgression, and by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation. The Lord is long-suffering and of great mercy, 
forgiving iniquity and transgression. Aren't we glad about that? I am. I am. I've never been perfect. I need God to forgive me. Amen. Kings chapter 13, verse 23. 2 Kings chapter 13, verse 23. And the Lord was gracious unto them and had compassion on them and had respect unto them because of his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and would not destroy them, neither cast he them from his presence as yet. God loves us, saints. He loves us. And he wants us to be ready when he comes. Amen. Psalm 78, verse 38. Psalm 78, verse 38. But he, being full of compassion, forgave their iniquity and destroyed them not. Yes, many a time turned he away his anger and did not stir up all his wrath. Many a time he turned he away his anger. Many a time turned he his anger away, and did not stir up all his wrath. They didn't, they didn't die. He forgave. Psalm 86, verse 15. Psalm 86, verse 15. But thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion and gracious and long-suffering and plenteous in mercy and truth. Plenteous. Matthew, chapter 20, verse 34. Matthew chapter 20 verse 34 Matthew chapter 20 verse 34 So Jesus had compassion on them And touched their eyes And immediately their eyes received sight And what did they do about that? They followed him I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6, verse 34. Mark chapter 6, verse 34. And Jesus, when he came out, saw much people and was moved with compassion toward them because they were as sheep not having a shepherd. And he began to teach them many, many things. Luke chapter 7, verse 13. Luke chapter 7, verse 13. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her 
and said unto her, Weep not. That's our Lord. That's our Savior. The same one who's calling us to him to come to him so that he can deal with us about our fears, about our securities, insecurities, about our doubts, about our um, not-so-wholesome behavior. This is the same God, the very same God. God called each of us to love with the love wherewith he has loved us. So we are called to rejoice with them that rejoice and weep with them that weep. So when we send our greeting cards to one another, this is what we are doing. Calls us to act like himself. He calls us in Colossians 3.12 to be merciful, kind, humble of mind, meek, not given to quick anger and resentment, and long-suffering. Why? Because God is like this. He wants us to learn to be more like himself. Many of us do not understand our own limitations. We don't know they out of a matter. We think that we know what to do even though God has not sent us to do anything in the matter. Well, Gallio corrected the Jews. Yes, Gallio. In Acts chapter 18, Verse 14, in Acts chapter 18, verse 14, Acts chapter 18, verse 14. And when Paul was now about to open his mouth, see, he was about to open his mouth. There's a time to pause. Gallio said unto the Jews, if it were a matter of wrong or wicked lewdness, O ye Jews, reason would that I should bear with you. But if it be a question of words and names and of your law, look ye unto it. Look ye to it, for I will be no judge of such matters. And he drave them from the judgment seat. There's a time, saints, not to get in it. Amen? It only stirs up more trouble. Oh, that the saints of God would learn that. Proverbs, chapter 26, verse 17. Proverbs, chapter 26, verse 17. He that passeth by and meddleth with strife, belonging not to him, is like one that taketh a dog by the ear. Well, in that case, yes, you should expect to be bitten by the dog. 
Amen? There's a time not to get in it. Yet others of us do not fully rely on God so that we can rest. We keep wanting to do something about it and to get in it and to stir it up again. And so nothing ever settles out because we keep doing that. But Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Some of us think we just need sleep, but God said we need rest. Mm-hmm. Psalm 127, verse 2. Psalm 127, verse 2. It is vain. It is fruitless. It is a waste of time for you to rise up early, the bread of sorrows, and mourn one more time over spilled milk. For so he giveth his beloved sleep. He gives it to us, saints. We're his beloved, and he is ours, and he giveth us sleep. Psalm 23, beginning with verse 1. Psalm 23, beginning with verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not walk. Why? Because I have the Lord as my shepherd watching over me. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He didn't suggest it. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside rough waters? No, the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Hmm. Sounds like the peace of God to me. Saints, Job proved to us that he is the great arbitrator who not only understands our, our struggles, but also has the power to do something about them. Yes, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Will you trust him? Amen. 
Will you trust him? No one can answer that one but you. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Will you trust him? Well, he's waiting. We are requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning ahead of the 2024 U.S. presidential election, there's been much talk about the family of U.S. President Joe Biden and alleged corruption schemes connected with Ukraine. The story itself isn't new, but facts have recently come to light which make it clear why the American leader and his fellow Democrats remain intransigent on the Ukraine issue. Andre Durka, a former Ukrainian parliamentarian who became widely known for publishing recordings of conversations between ex-Ukrainian President Poroshenko and high-ranking foreign officials, including Biden, who was then U.S. Vice President, gave an extensive interview earlier this month to journalist Simona. During this conversation, he disclosed sensational new details about the special ties between the Biden family and the Ukrainian authorities. According to Andre. President Vladimir Zelensky's office was involved in distributing the Poroshenko-Biden recording and helped organize the media coverage of the story. Hmm. At the time, Zelensky and his team were interested in... Whoops. Hold on. I hit that too fast. Amen. At the time, Zelensky and his team were interested in exposing his political rival by any means. Everything changed after the start of the 2020 U.S. election campaign and the arrival of Biden as president. In a situation when Zelensky and the Ukrainian presidential aide Andre Yermak are begging Biden and U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken for money, a news story about how they once created problems for Biden's election campaign is a big problem for them. So, instead of exposing the corruption in the previous Ukrainian administration, the Bidens, along with Zelensky and his team, turned against anti-corruption fighters. Durkov who has been forced to hide in Belarus, was stripped of his citizenship by the Ukrainian authorities and sanctioned by the U.S. But that's not all. In addition to criminal investigations and sanctions, he says he has faced assassination attempts ordered by top officials in Kiev, 
and Washington. On January 19, 2022, U.S. Secretary of State Mr. Blinken arrived in Ukraine to meet with Zelensky. Quite a lot of people attended this meeting, at least 14 people. At the meeting, Mr. Blinken told Zelensky the following, You're urgently, you urgently need to resolve the issue with Durkat. Zelensky began talking about some people from the opposition, but Blinken said, if you don't resolve this issue with Durkak, then we will resolve the Durkak issue with our partners. Those who were at the meeting were taken aback because the position of the U.S. Secretary of State was quite harsh. Just think of it. The task for the president of Ukraine is to resolve the issue with Durkak, the former deputy said. It is noteworthy that in 2021, the Ukrainian police discovered plans to assassinate Durkak and the head of the group of prosecutors in the Burisma Energy Company case, Konstantin Kulik, but did not initiate a criminal case. The investigation tracked down the criminal gang from Eastern Europe hired to carry out the hit, as well as their base in Transcarpathia. The assassin himself was supposed to be an Albanian, but the information was leaked and the gang escaped. There was also an attempt to assassinate former Ukrainian prosecutor Viktor Shokin. According to former U.S. Associate Attorney General and ex-New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani, Shokin, whose dismissal Joe Biden has openly bragged about, was poisoned with mercury while on a trip to Greece. Nikolai Korpin, a doctor at the Austrian, whatever that is, private clinic, who treated presidential candidate Viktor Yushchenko in 2004 reportedly confirmed this to Giuliani. According to Corpin's findings, while permissible, while the permissible amount of mercury in the blood is no more than two units, Shokin was found to have 9.2 units, and this was starting to experience liver failure. It was clearly a murder attempt. The number of witnesses in the case, a company through which Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, earned profits via alleged corruption schemes, is also steadily decreasing. So the number of witnesses keeps disappearing. Why? I guess they stopped breathing for some reason. Shortly before she was due to testify as a witness in the case, the wife of Nikolai Lisson, a former partner with Nikolai Zloshevsky, was found dead in her apartment. She had been responsible for accounting at Bersima and had been aware of transactions carried out in the interest of the Bidens. Lusson himself died in a car accident back in 2011. In light of this, it seems Durkak is right to say that anyone 
who talks about Biden's corruption in Ukraine is in danger of being physically removed. The same can be said about his opinion that there is a single organized crime group, Biden, Blinken, Victoria Nuland, the deep state represented by the Department of State. And then there is their extension, either in the form of Poroshenko or of Zelensky and Yermak. As Durkak says, Zelensky and Yermak attacked at the organized crime group headed by former President Poroshenko and took their place. They have brought their own particular innovations into these matters. They have become even more cynical and cruel. What are the Bidens and their partners in the Democratic Party trying to hide by waging war against whistleblowers in Ukraine? The fact that Hunter Biden abused his father's official position, receiving a profit of several million dollars through corrupt schemes and violating U.S. legislation on foreign agents isn't the only problem. There's much more to it than that. In order to understand the scale of the potential profits for the Biden family, we need to go back to 2012. The Uzo shale gas field is located on the territory of the Donetsk and Kharkov region. The total area of the deposit is about 7,886 square kilometers, according to the State Geologic and Subsoil Survey of Ukraine, UGS, the proven resources of the field are up to 10 trillion cubic meters, and it can deliver about 10 billion cubic meters of natural gas per year. In May 2012, the British Dutch company Shell won the tender organized by the UGS for the right to conclude an agreement on its development. On January 24, 2013, Ukraine signed a production-sharing agreement with Shell. Yes, that's Shell Oil Company. Incidentally, U.S. company ExxonMobil had participated in the tender along with Shell, but the Europeans won. At the end of November 2013, when then-Ukrainian President Kovac, Viktor Yankovic, refused to sign an association agreement with the EU, mass protests broke out in Kiev, which became known as the Euromaiden. One of the officials who greatly supported the protests and encouraged the establishment of pro-Western power in Ukraine was Biden's colleague, Newland, who was dubbed the maiden midwife. The State Department official was so active in Ukraine that she became embroiled in numerous scandals. She was known for handing out cookies in the center of Kiev, cursing the EU, and boasting that the U.S. had invested $5 billion into building democracy in Ukraine. 
On February 22, 2014, the Ukrainian parliament removed Yankovich from power in a move of dubious legality. Alexander Turkinov became interim president and Arsenian Yatsenko, backed by Newland, became prime minister. In April 2014, the Ukrainian army started an anti-terrorist operation in Donbass, and Shell was forced to stop the development of shale gas deposits. Meanwhile, on May 12, 2014, Bursama announced that Hunter Biden had joined its board of directors. The energy company was headed by Ukrainian oligarch Nikolay Zachevsky, who was Ukraine's Minister of Natural Resources under Yukonov, whatever his name is. Anyway, while he held that post, Zachevsky, firm received nine licenses for the development of various energy deposits, thereby increasing its natural production volume sevenfold. The oligarch's activities drew the attention of Interpol, since Zuklitschewski had ties with Maltese businessman Pierre Pella. This sounds like a patent place. It's horrible. He was involved in laundering huge sums of money in Maltese banks and helped Zuchewski open accounts for Hunter Biden in Satabank, known for its dubious operation. In 2018, Bursama took up the development of shale deposits located in the same exact area where the military conflict between Kiev and Donbass was raging, at least $10 billion. Example, the sum contract with Shell was at stake. But the story didn't end there. Sergei Karofronti, whoever he is, advisor to former Ukrainian Prime Minister Nikolay, described the Biden's alleged scheme involving reverse gas flows. Durkhoff's records state that while he was U.S. Vice President, Joe Biden pressured Poroshenko to leave Andrei Kovalev as CEO of Ukraine's Naftogaz. In turn, Kovalev appointed Amos Holstein, who may be called Biden's wallet, as an independent director of Naftogaz Supervisory Board. It is at this time that the reverse gas flow scheme was organized, implied that Russian gas crossed the Ukraine-Slovakia border through a built-in 1.5-kilometer-long pipe and immediately returned to Ukraine but with an added cost of $50 per 1,000 cubic meters. Biden, Kopolev, and Amos Hochstein collected $1.5 billion using this scheme. Zavaronti also claimed, hmm, 
former prime minister, Yulia T., whose name I'm not going to even attempt, drew attention to the fact that the perpetrators of the corruption scheme were never punished and said that the investigation was not carried out under the new president. President changed, but all the policies that were carried out externally in regard to Ukraine, as well as inside the country, have remained the same. While intense fighting was underway in Ukraine, Bersima launched the first shale gas production line in Donbass. Hunter Biden arranged that process, while Hochstein organized the reverse gas flows. At that time, Hochstein became the U.S. Special Envoy for Nord Stream 2. Everybody knows what happened to Russia's Nord Stream gas pipeline, built to supply energy to Germany. We won't accuse anyone in particular, but we'll only let the interested parties speak for themselves. In a recent interview, Dirkak recalled the criminal case against Versima lawyer Andre Kichi, who tried to give a $6 million bribe to law enforcement officials in order to close the Versima case. On April 21, 2020, of a Versima representative, a Ukrainian court transferred the $6 million in cash to the military unit of the main intelligence directorate of Ukraine. Now, Ukraine is one of the most corrupt countries in the world. According to Durkheim, after a certain period of time, Nord Stream exploded. There were assassination attempts. The heads of the Ukrainian special services do not hide the fact that they commit terrorist acts and political assassinations using off-budget cash. Once again, Biden's business partners who are involved in the corrupt business in Ukraine also finance terrorist acts, thus avoiding responsibility for corruption in Ukraine. These claims are yet to be proven but the hostility towards the Nord Stream project by representatives of the U.S. administration is indisputable. In his investigation of the explosions, renowned U.S. journalist and Pulitzer Prize winner Seymour Hersh wrote that the Democrats directly threatened to destroy the gas pipeline. As President Biden stated during a meeting, with German Chancellor Olaf Scholz in February 2022. If Russia invades Ukraine, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We will bring bring an end to it. Twenty days before that, Under Secretary of State Newland had said, I want to be very clear. If Russia invades Ukraine one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move forward. It's not known whether this implied attacking the gas pipelines, but after the sabotage, Secretary of State Blinken said it's a tremendous opportunity to once and for all remove the dependence on Russian energy 
and thus take away from Russian President Vladimir Putin the weaponization of energy as a means of advancing his imperial designs. That's very significant, and that offers tremendous strategic opportunity for the years to come. But meanwhile, we're determined to do everything we possibly can do can to make sure that the consequences of all this are not borne by citizens in our countries or, for that matter, around the world. So the European gas market has undergone huge transformation in the past couple of years. By the end of 2023, LNG accounted for 42% of the EU's gas imports. This comes down to about 165 billion cubic meters of natural gas when converted through regasification. Half of it, uh, 77 billion cubic meters, was supplied by the U.S. According to a report by shipbroker Branchero Coster, the U.S. is now the largest exporter of LNG accounting for 21.7% of global shipments. In total, the U.S. exported 88.9 million tons of LNG last year, which is 12% more than 2022. To compare, the U.S. exported 72.5 million tons of LNG in 2021 and just 48.2 million tons in 2020. What more can we say? Newland is convinced that turning Russian gas pipelines into a pile of metal at the bottom of the sea should make everyone happy. Her optimism, however, is not shared by environmentalists. Britain's The Times cites Hans Sanderson, a senior researcher at the Department of Environmental Science, at Aarhus University, Denmark, who said that the explosion stirred up a quarter of a million tons of heavily contaminated sediment, which created two giant clouds of pollution, each about 15 miles in diameter, containing 14 tons of lead and a smaller but deadly amount of TBT an extremely poisonous pesticide once used to clean the hulls of ships. Moreover, there are 7,000 tons of mustard gas weapons at the bottom of the Baltic Sea. According to Marie Helene Miller-Burke, a marine biologist and co-founder of the environmental education charity Ivendet, Toxins could have entered the Baltic food chain from the bottom of the sea. And it's not just nature that paid a heavy price for independence from Russian gas. In November, Germany's finance ministry froze additional government spending until the end of the year. This affected almost all budget allocations including the financing of measures to prevent the growth of energy prices and the Economic Stabilization Fund. As German Economy Minister and Vice Chancellor Robert Habeck said in Bundestag, Bundestag, 
We provide military and economic support to Ukraine, as well as to European countries that continue to support Ukraine. Therefore, we spend money. The money is no longer here, and we have to admit that it does not enter our economy. Payback admitted that the German economy had lost its competitive advantage due to the rejection of Russian gas and energy prices in the country have increased. The righteous judge for his adjudication concerning such. And we want to thank the Lord for grace for me to read through that. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Amen. 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 (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, Brother Marshall. Amen. Let me get back to my spot. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a petition from a progressive Christian group has gathered 20,000 signatures calling for the boycott of pro-Trump evangelist Franklin Graham's tour of the U.S.-Mexican border that is set to begin next month. Faithful America, an organization of Christians supporting social justice causes while opposing Christian nationalism, published a petition last November calling for boycotts of Graham's God Loves You Frontier Tour, which is set to kick off on February 24th and travel to several cities along the southern border from Brownsville, Texas to Chula Vista, California. The organization is calling on venues hosting the tour to stand up to Graham's anti-LGBTQ hate violence, writing that it is critical that we show the public and the press that Graham's right-wing ideology doesn't represent all of Christianity. The petition has already received more than 20,000 signatures and has a current goal of 25,000 signatures, and I bind that in the name of Jesus Christ. Despite the tour's deceptive name, Graham is a divisive figure who tries to hide a series of deeply hateful messages behind his father's Christian legacy, they say. His message is not one of Christ-like love, but of anti-democracy, anti-LGBTQ, partisan bigotry and harm, the petition reads. Graham, son of the late evangelist Billy Graham, responded to the petition in a statement to Newsweek on Friday, writing that it is disappointing to hear that that this so-called Christian group is opposing my upcoming visit and accusing me of being hateful. I'm not coming to any of these cities to speak against anyone. I'm coming with a message of hope for everyone, and I invite everyone to come. I'll be sharing from the Bible, which tells of God's love for us. This is good news for all people, and this is the message that I'm coming to share on the Frontier Tour, he wrote. He added that he is inviting everyone, including the LGBTQ community, to come 
and hear for yourselves the good news of God's love. Carrie Wallace Thompson, digital campaigner for Faithful America, said in a statement to Newsweek on Friday that the tour is rooted in hypocrisy, slamming Graham for spreading a divisive, partisan, anti-LGBTQ, anti-immigrant, conspiracy-laden theory, MAGA Christian nationalist message that starkly contradicts the inclusive teachings of Jesus Christ. Because of his track record, the 20,000-plus Christians who signed our petition are deeply concerned that Graham's border tour will stoke hatred and division at a time when tensions are already high. Venues must recognize the potential for Graham's presence to spread division and even potentially incite political violence among MAGA supporters, she wrote. Wallace Thompson added that the petition is proof that Graham's views don't represent all of Christianity. Nearly two-thirds of adults identify as Christians in the country of around 340 million people. Graham has been a major supporter of former President Donald Trump, who has enjoyed widespread support among evangelical Christians, a crucial element of the Republican Party's base. After Trump lost the 2020 presidential election to President Joe Biden, Graham wrote in a Facebook post that Trump would go down in history as one of the greatest presidents. He gave us a president who protected our religious liberties, grateful for a president who defended the lives of the unborn, standing publicly against abortion and the bloody smear it has made on our nation. Grateful for a president who nominated conservative judges to the Supreme Court and to our federal courts, he wrote. Meanwhile, the petition pointed to a number of his previous remarks against the LGBTQ plus community, including a Facebook post in which he allegedly described them as evil and rebellious, and praising Russian President Vladimir Putin who has imposed some of the world's most stringent anti-LGBTQ plus laws for his stance on the matter. Obviously, he may be wrong about many things, but he has taken a stand to protect his nation's children from the damaging effects of any gay and lesbian agenda, Graham said in, a 20, said in 2014 after Putin said Russia needs to cleanse itself of homosexuality, according to the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. Mm. Thank you, Lord. The tour comes as border cities have grappled with an influx of migrant arrivals in recent months. There were more than 2.4 million encounters at the U.S.-Mexico border during 2023 fiscal year, up from roughly 1.7 million in 2021, according to U.S. Customs and Border Protection data. Local leaders have raised concerns that new migrant arrivals have put a strain on communities as they seek to provide resources and shelter to new asylum seekers. Graham, in a press release marketing the tour, said he is traveling to the border because it is one of the neediest areas of our country at this time and people need to hear a message of hope. Everyone along the border is overwhelmed, the churches, the law enforcement agencies, the residents, those they're trying to help. 
as well as the people coming into our country. There's a lot of hungry hearts and hurting people. So I'm coming to the border to tell everyone about God's son, Jesus Christ, and how he can make a difference in our lives if we put our faith and our trust in him, he said. So we are thanking the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning sex. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a convoy of Jesus-loving truckers will converge on the southern border next week in a battle to stop what they say is a migrant invasion as Texas remains locked in a standoff with the feds over razor wire it installed along the Rio Grande in Eagle Pass. But the event, called the Take Our Border Back Convoy and promoted by far-right media, is advertised as a peaceful assembly of active and former law enforcement, military, ranchers, bikers, business owners, and mama bears. Some organizers include a rogues gallery of election deniers, anti-vaxxers, and QAnon conspiracy theorists. One ringleader, Kim Yeeter, recently told a Christian podcaster that the convoy is a God movement that could halt a Trojan horse in the 2024 election. America, we've got to take our border back. Shine the light on what's going on. Expose it, said Yeeter, a radio host who promotes 2020 election fraud lies, some say. The Bible says to bring everything into the light. We need to hold our election, elected officials accountable to closing to closing the we need to 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 close it. Oh well, something's missing. We need to hold oh okay, there it is. We need to hold our elected officials accountable to closing the border and sending the illegal immigrants back to their countries. The battle is the Lord, Yeter added. We must step in as victors in Christ. We are not victims of the enemy. Co-organizer Mark Anthony told another right-wing show, the spirit of God, we feel, we all feel it. It's coming, and it's just the most amazing thing that God put it on some hearts to have this assembly. He continued, he is here, he is present, And this is all about him. The convoy, which has raised more than $54,000 as of Friday evening, will take off on January 29th and meet in three different spots, Eagle Pass, Yuma, Arizona, and San Isidro, California. A promotional video from the Calvacade opens with the words, Warning, Invasion Alert with a backdrop of outdoor sirens and night vision footage. When does it end, it asks, before cutting to images of American flag-waving truckers. Don Hader-Markle, professor of political science at the University of Kansas, said that he had two concerns about the demonstration, that it could be just a money-grabbing scheme and that it will attract armed extremists and vigilante groups. Rhetoric displayed in the video, along with former President Trump's remarks 
that immigrants are poisoning the blood of our country could spark a volatile situation, he said. They're basically setting up a confrontation. What we're doing is to confront not just this problem, but individual migrants that might be trying to cross the border. So the sense of threat and responding to threat is elevated, he said. You're getting people worked up into a frenzy over this and the notion that it's going to be completely peaceful and there's going to be no criminal activity, Nothing's bad, nothing bad's going to happen, to me seems really, really misguided. full assembly, label on the flyer, he added, is about reducing liability. The truckers will descend on Texas as tensions run high. This week, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled Border Patrol agents could remove Constantino wire that Governor Greg Abbott had ordered the Texas National Guard to erect in order to stem an influx of migrant crossings at the U.S.-Mexico border. Governor Abbott, exploiting a loophole in the Supreme Court's ruling, says he plans to continue to lay razor wire even as the federal government removes it. The Biden administration said the wire prevented federal agents from being able to watch the border and injured some people trying to enter the country. Earlier this month, a migrant woman and two children drowned in the Rio Grande after the Texas National Guard blocked the feds from accessing the area near Shelby Park and Eagle Pass. Newsmax aired a disturbing interview Thursday stoking fears of a civil war with a host speculating about a force-on-force conflict between Texas and the federal government. On Friday, Texas Representative Keith Self, a Republican, appeared on Fox Business and said as many as 700,000 trucks could flock to the border. Self, a scheduled speaker at the Eagle Pass stop, said the participants will be some of the same truckers who travel from California to Washington, D.C. in 2022. As reported, The protest, known as the People's Convoy, was aimed at fighting pandemic restrictions. Convoy promoter Pete Chambers, a self-described Green Beret and doctor, told Infowars that globalists were using migrants as pawns on that border in a larger chessboard at the world level to destabilize the country. The term globalist, embraced by far-right and conspiracy circles, has origins as an anti-Semitic slur. And you're out there force multiplying, host Alex Jones asked. That's what Green Berets do, Chambers replied. Foreign internal defense is our bread and butter. Unconventional warfare is our bread and butter. And now we're doing domestic internal defense. We never dreamt that we would be doing domestic internal defense. Chambers then refers to U.S. war tactics to defeat ISIS in Syria. What gets us to the enemy quickly is to find, finish, analyze, and disseminate, he said. But his group members, he added, don't have the authorities to finish. So what do we do? We find and fix. We fix the location of where the bad guys are. We pair up with law enforcement who is constitutionally sound. Some authorities, he claimed, were compromised. 
Hader Markle said that for some participants, the convoy is just an opportunity to engage in the kind of cosplay that they've been doing at state capitals over COVID restrictions. That's where the genesis of this comes, of course, this idea that we can all mobilize in one place and espouse our love for Jesus Christ along with brandishing our firearms and all of those kinds of things. It's just an opportunity to act out their identities and beliefs. John Lewis, a local a fellow, a research fellow, rather, at the program on extremism at George Washington University said that while the convoy will likely only include a small, not entirely competent group of conspiracy theorists, it is a symptom of this deeper rot in American discourse. He noted that the organizer's message includes Christian nationalist undertones to the great replacement theory as they spout narratives about shadowy globalists who are replacing the white population in this country with non-white immigrants. Such speech has become prevalent among Trump and MAGA Republicans. This shows how mainstream these white supremative narratives have become and how quickly and how easily they're accepted by such a wide range of individuals, he said. A lot of these conspiracy-minded actors and movements, Lewis said, are looking for an excuse to go viral, looking for an excuse to start a standoff, to, if not be explicitly martyred, then at least to create the conditions for this to escalate. It's that brinkmanship that they need to stay relevant. Well, I don't agree, Judge, for his adjudication concerning such. All right. Brother Marshall, we are coming to you, sir. <laughs> oh, let me find you. There you are. Thank you, Jesus. There I am. And where's the Lord? Oh, he's in our hearts. That's where he is. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Praise the Lord. He didn't leave us alone. Thank you, Lord. He said, if any man lacks wisdom, boy, oh, boy, we could all use it all. If any man, even this guy, um, Billy Graham's son, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who giveth all men liberally and abradeth not, and it will be given him. Father God, we know there's a little thing called psychological warfare, spiritual warfare, and they're all kind of muddled together. And there's a lot of people that have an agenda that they're pushing, Father. But you know exactly what's going on, and you know who's behind all the various players on the chessboard. I don't know how many dimensions of this chess game is, Father God. Multi, multiple dimensions, Father God. All the different things. Pastor Sabrina was <laughs> so amazingly, graciously anointed to read through the long thing about what's going on in Ukraine <clears throat> for many years now. I didn't realize it had been going on that long. Just so long. And I did hear a lot of scuttlebutt about that Nord Stream pipeline. I didn't hear it was quite connected to what she read, but it's very interesting. But, Lord... I don't profess to know the truth, except that the one who is the truth, Jesus. He's the way, the truth, and the life. <clears throat> and that's how we come before you, Father. <clears throat> and we ask for your help. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. 
While we're all whoever's, when we take the cup of salvation, we call upon your name. So call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee. And we thank you, Father God, for the move of the Holy Ghost, moving to expose all these things, Father. And we thank you, even as we've been praying, and you've been hastening your word to perform it, and we thank you for doing so, Father. We're very, 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 I am extreme. I think we're all very grateful. You're bringing all these things to light, all the stuff that the people, they don't want them to know who we, who they are. They want to know everything about us. They want to track and trace every one of us through cell phones, through whatever, through every possible means, through our purchases, using credit cards or anything else. Pretty soon, oh, my goodness, even my daughter told me, people can go into one of these fancy grocery stores like Whole Foods, and they just scan their palm to buy their groceries. It's coming awfully close to what's in the book of Revelation, Father. It looks like we are in the last times. It certainly feels like it. So, Father God, we thank you that that man back in wherever it was in Canada, was it Tommy Hicks? Uh, all those many, many years ago, was it 1961 or something? I was a little bit younger then. <laughs> Some of you might not have been here then. Uh, but anyway, Father God, we, we thank you, Lord, that, that you're pouring forth of your spirit. And that's why so many people are moving to express what they know in their heart by the Holy Ghost is the truth, Father God. We thank you for bringing to light all that the enemy is trying to do. And I don't know if Hunter Biden was really, really hungry, and maybe his daddy, because what, what did you say, Lord? What did you say in, in um, where is that, Lord? In the Proverbs 6? Is that where is that? Yeah, Proverbs 6, I think it is. I have to get past Psalms here. Yeah, we're getting pretty warm. Thank you, Lord. I'm sorry I don't have it memorized just yet. If any man, was this somebody about stealing something? Proverbs 6.30. Men do not despise a thief if he is still to satisfy his soul when he's hungry. Gee, all those people working for Burisma, the energy company in Ukraine, were they really hungry? If it be found, he shall restore sevenfold. He shall give all the substance of his house. Father, bring all the rest of it to light. You said in Mark, Mark 4, where is that, 22? For there's nothing hid that shall not be manifested. Neither is anything kept secret that shall not come abroad. So we thank you for bringing all these things to light. This patch is bringing red. All these amazing different people. I'm sure they have faces to go with all those interesting names. And they're just their names. That's okay. And you know everyone. All the people in the Bible, in the book of Numbers, Father God, they're all kind of interesting names too. And you know about every one of them. And you know how many hairs on each one of our heads. And you know exactly what's going on. So, Father, unite my heart to fear thy name, because that's where I need to be. Because it says, the fear of the Lord tendeth to life. He that hath it shall by satisfy, shall not be visited with evil. Let's not be pointing fingers at everybody else, because i got a lot more pointing back at me. So, Father God, help me to walk in love, because it says, our faith worketh by love. So we pray first and foremost for those who are despiteful uses. I don't know if any of those connected with Victoria Newland and, and all the State Department officials and all those and all the different secret agencies and all the different nations. I, I, I figured that, that uh, Israel and the U.S. and Russia and China, they have the equivalent of the CIA. They all do. I didn't know Ukraine did, too, until Sabrina read through all that, Pastor Sabrina. I thank you for that, not surprising them. But, Father God, we ask you, Father God, to bring everything to light. And those that are involved, those who are involved in suppose, supposedly trying to support and uphold uh, law and order in every nation, Father God, <laughs> not just Ukraine. Boy, they could use it too. So could we. To support law and order in this lawless age, Father God, it seems that people are wanting to do, like it says in the world, they did everything they wanted to do after their, with the, after their own vile imaginations. And that's why you flooded the earth the first time. 
Ooh, that's what it says in Genesis around chapter 6. Because every man's evil, every man's heart was perpetually evil. So, Father God, help us all to change. Help me to change my heart and my family. You're working on all of us, even as we prayed earlier. He said, believe in the Lord Jesus and be saved in your household. So, Father God, there's a lot of other scriptures. Thank you for circumcising my heart. And the heart of my seed that will love you, Lord. And there's a little bit more circumcision needed, Father God. Yeah, you're working on me, too. They will all love you, Lord, and live. Because it isn't just loving somebody we happen to like because he said something that seems to appeal, that seems right to us, like Donald Trump in some areas has said some things that were right, but he also said some things that were not right. Uh, he hasn't gone back on the, the, the rushing through the vaccine thing. He hasn't gone back on saying, you know, the, the 5G towers are wonderful. Mm-mm-mm. So if I, he's just a person. And how about all these other people that have their hand in the tail, Father God? I don't know if Trump does, but a lot of it, some people do. So we ask you to bring everything to light, Father God, in Jesus' name, for all these different things, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Brother Bill, for putting that thing in there about Tommy Hicks, about the sleeping giant, because that's what's going to happen. Father God, <coughs> just a lovely two young ladies. <coughs> They're old enough to be mommies, but they're single sisters that have a thing called the resistance chicks, Father God. And they seem to be Holy Spirit-filled. Are they perfect? Probably not. But they seem to be pretty sincere. And they, they, they're very much aware about the spirit of fear being not from you, Lord, because you've not given us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And they said that the, whoever the couple was that started Banished for Freedom, they, they, were, they had the unction of the Holy Ghost long before this thing came up with with Abbott from Texas and all that, that they were going to get a rally going together and head toward the border. They, so they're quite sure this was originally initiated, what's going on, the, 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 the convoy heading toward the border by the Holy Ghost. But, Father, got a lot of Christians, sincere Christians, including the fellow who does the news business with um, my pillow guy. Uh, I don't know the name of it right now. Uh, Bannon or something. No, not Bannon. Brandon. Well, I don't know. Anyway, they're very concerned that what happened on January 6th with all the uh, people pretending to be pro-Trumpers that were, you know, changing their clothes and uh, could could uh, meddle. And because I can't imagine why they want to stir up a civil war just before the election. I can't imagine why they want to have something to try and lock people down again. They come up with some new thing. I mean, they've been trying to get World War whatever, whatever word we're headed toward next to four, three, six, seven, I don't know. They've been trying to do that for quite a long time, Father God. They've been trying so desperately, poking the, the, the Russian bear for a long time. Whoever blew up the pipeline, Father God, it wasn't Russia. No, why would they cut off their own gravy train? That's absurd. People accuse others of what they're guilty of. So, Father God, I'm not quite sure who destroyed the pipeline, but the people in Germany are not very happy. Prices have gone up. Their largest company that made a lot of fertilizer, and I think it was, and other things like that, they had to go out of business, at least close down the majority of their business, because they can't get what the necessary... Natural gas was one of the basic ingredients for fertilizer. (laughs) Now, why would they want people to not have fertilizer? Oh, what's it used for? Oh, going what? Something called food? Oh, why are they trying to close down all the farmers? Oh, why are the farmers demonstrating all over the place? Yeah, not just the United States, a little bit. Not just a lot in Holland, even in France now. So, Father God, a lot of people are waking up. 
and the people you're waking a lot of people up. And yes, there's a lot of things, psychological warfare, spiritual warfare. So Satan, you're bound. Every lying, deceiving spirit behind all these people, of all those people from George Washington University, oh, I'm, 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 I'm telling you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the lie. I mean the truth. Father God, all these people that are trying to, of course, no one's perfect. No one's good but God. Sabrina Sessions has said that. And I think it's appropriate because it says if anybody thinks, every man thinks he knows anything, nothing, knows nothing yet as he ought to know. I certainly, I'm just beginning to learn. I'm, Father, we ask, Father, for your divine help. So Satan, you're bound because Jesus said, whatever I have done, you will do. We speak confusion, division, division, confusion, division, confusion, the enemy's camp in Jesus' name because of the blood of covenant. And Jesus said that we could do that because it didn't, didn't, uh, didn't they, they do that back in, um, and what did they do back in Judges chapter 7, around verse 20? What, what were they doing? They got down just to, to, just 300 men. They had, they had like 30,000. They got down to 10,000. Oh, no, we're not fearful. We'll go ahead. No, he said, that's still too many. You're going to think you did it by your own power. So, Father God, you're going to turn this nation, and not just this nation, all the possible so-called free world uh Western nations back to their roots, uh, uh, turning to the living God, the creator God, where they want to call it Judaism, when they call it Christianity, or whatever, Father God. Because this nation was founded as a Christian nation, Father God, in Jesus' name. And a lot of people want to use the anti-Semitic slur. They've been doing that for a long time to say some people who are pretending to be Jewish, that aren't. We've read a couple in the beginning of Revelation. It says that the people of the synagogue of Satan are going to bow down at the feet of the true Christians, Father God. Those people, I don't want to name names, those people that, that have a different agenda, Father God. I'm not saying they're, all Jews are evil. Far from it. Some people actually believe in the Torah. It's the ones who have a different agenda. Those that are, that are uh, have like the same kind of mindset like Hitler did, quite frankly, Father God. So, Father, we ask for your divine help and adjudication. Satan, you bound every ungodly spirit, every witchcraft curse, returnally, simply, simple on his spirits of sense, and do those spirits, do to those spirits that intend to do us. Rend unto our neighbors, sevenfold into their bosoms, they've reproached where they've reproached thee, O Lord, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for exposing what the enemy is doing. Because said, there's nothing hid that shall not be manifest, neither is any kept secret that shall not be known and come abroad. And you said, if Satan rise up against himself and be divided, he cannot stand but hath an end. No man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his good, except he will first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house. So, Father, we know that there's different groups of globalists. Some people say it's the Illuminati versus the Freemasons. I think that's an oversimplification. But some people say it's something like that. Like the people from the World Economic Forum, of whom the governor of uh, Texas is in bed with them, apparently, uh, it shows him being hugged when he was in his wheelchair by former President Bush, and he was part of one of those most people would call a globalist. They have the agenda. They have that basic agenda that doesn't go along with the uh, America First agenda. It has to go along with the New World Order, just like his daddy said, New World Order. And I, uh, Pastor Holiday warned us about many times about they want to bring in one new religion. <laughs>